This show is for adult listeners and may contain harsh language and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is dedicated to Edmonton true crime. This is episode 3, Gary Yamane. My sources are Global News, CBC News, EPS, Toronto Star, and Edmonton Sun. Police were called to a report of shots fired near Ozerna Road between 69th Street and 165th Avenue on Friday, May 27, 2016. Northeast Division officers responded and found a male lying on the sidewalk with gunshot wounds. Emergency medical services declared the man deceased at the scene. Gary Zinger, Gary, Yemane, worked as a nurse in Edmonton for 30 years after immigrating to Canada from Entrea, Africa, and was the father of three. The 30-year-old nursing veteran and an employee at the Misericordia Community Hospital, Yemane was known by his friends as a hard-working and selfless man who dedicated his life to medicine and helping local Entrean youth. He was always interested in helping the community and helping young ones to get to, out of trouble, said Yinzingel Gebremus of Edmonton and Trian Association, who went to dinner with Yemain last week. Together they talked about curbing youth violence within the Entrean community after a handful of incidents over the past couple of years left three youths dead. We had some losses and probably were involved in some negative stuff. He and Gary were concerned that it would be growing trend in the community, said Gibber Moose. Many of the young kids that are growing up here are getting influenced by what they see and experience outside of their schools, whether it's drugs or violence, and there's that fear that the youth might be negatively influenced, he said. On Friday, his youngest daughter said their family continues to live through the nightmare of losing him. The pain we feel as a family is indescribable, 24-year-old Winta Burhain said. My brothers and I miss our dad deeply. Our mother lost her husband, her best friend, her life partner, a man filled with love, joy, and compassion for his family, community, and people as a whole. The shooting happened at around 8.45 p.m. when it was still daylight outside. At the time, police said there was a number of pedestrians who may be witness to the shooting or events related to it. Yemain volunteered for multiple causes throughout his life and helped spearhead a project that brought stem cell donations to Canadian blood services from African, Caribbean, and Afro-Canadian community. Burhain said her father was known to everyone as a nice guy whose intentions and actions were always pure. He believed in treating everyone with respect, and in turn, they would hopefully reciprocate. That was our dad, she said. He was an amazing human being with a heart of gold. Nearly two years later, homicide detectives continued to investigate Yemane's death. A reward of up to $80,000 is now available for information that leads to the arrest of the homicide. $40,000 was offered by police, and on Friday, Yemane's family said they would match the amount. Staff Sergeant Bill Clark with Edmonton Police Service called the incident a cold-blooded killing and once again urged witnesses to come forward. 
Sometimes in the initial stages of violent crimes such as this one, witnesses may fear for their own safety, and we understand that. However, we are now two years removed from this random shooting death, so we're hopeful that the reward monies will encourage someone to come forward with information. This family deserves some peace. The loss of their father and husband, who by all accounts was a model citizen, has left them understandably traumatized, he said. Yemaine's wife and daughter were joined by Edmonton police at the news conference at the site of the murder Friday afternoon. Two days before the two-year anniversary of Yemaine's death, Staff Sergeant Bill Clark said Yemaine didn't have any enemies and the killing was a random act of violence. The car simply drove by here, saw Gary walking, and the killer got out and shot him multiple times, Clark said. There was absolutely no reason for this man to be murdered. This man was a pillar of the community. He was originally from Montreal in Africa, and he immigrated to Canada. It's very surreal that in his early life, he fled war-torn countries in Africa. He comes to Canada for peace and tranquility and ends up getting murdered. This is a tragic event. Police don't think Yemaine was the intended target of the attack. We do believe from the information we have through our investigation to date that this was a case of mistaken identity, Clark said. But Clark stresses that the money will be given only to a witness willing to make a statement in court. He said he knows there are witnesses out there. There were specific persons in that vehicle at the time of the offense who watched it all happen so they can put a statement to us which will help us convict the in individual, Clark said. Yemaine's wife, Abeda, stood by her daughter when to Burhane's side, wiping tears from her eyes as Burhane read statements on behalf of the family pleading for someone to come forward with information. We are troubled trying to understand and grasp what happened to our father, said Burhane, who is the youngest of Yemaine's three children. It's unfathomable that his life had been taken away so violently. Burhane described her father as a family man, a humanitarian loved by many. Friends and family flew from all over the world for his funeral two years ago at Gateway Alliance Church, she said. The church had a capacity of 750 people, but more than 1,200 came to mourn. Burhane remembered her dad, a registered nurse, as someone who makes sacrifices for the family while teaching love, compassion, and value of strong work ethic. While Yemaine worked at the United States for eight years as a nurse, he was always there for Christmas and birthdays. Our dad has made a lot of sacrifices for our family, but has always remembered to teach us love, compassion, work ethic, and was the greatest role model you could ask for she said. He sent my mom flowers every Valentine's Day, wedding anniversary, birthdays, on the clock at 8 a.m. He believed in treating others with respect, and they will treat you with respect. He believed in doing the right thing. He left a war-torn country to come back here, to get murdered on the street for going for a walk. Doesn't make any sense, Burhain said. Burhane recalled a time when her dad asked if she was going to use a jacket she hadn't worn. She told him he could take it. He gave it to a co-worker who always looked cold. 
The woman later told Burhane she couldn't afford a jacket at the time and thanked him for his generosity. When Yamein would visit with friends from Entria, he would see nothing in the fridge. He would disappear for two hours and return with grocery bags full of food. My dad was that guy. He was generous, caring, loving, and thought of everyone, Burhane said. The first witness vehicle was seen in Ozerna Road just before the shooting occurred. The vehicle is described as a black four-door sedan with tinted windows, believed to be a Dodge Charger. Homicide detectives continued to search for a black, older Toyota sedan, possibly a Corolla or Camry, that was last seen leaving the area traveling south on Ozerna Road. The Dodge Charger is a different vehicle than the black vehicle that was reportedly observed traveling southbound on Ozuna Road at the time of the incident. Police described the driver of the sedan as an East Indian man in his late 20s to early 30s with short, dark hair and an average build, wearing dark sweater and blue jeans. The second witness vehicle is dark-colored car that was seen on Ozerna Road just after the shooting. It is reported the vehicle stopped one or two houses north of the scene and parked facing northbound on the east curb. Police believe one person exited the vehicle and walked in the direction of where the victim was found. Officers are looking to speak with this individual. Police are seeking information on both of these vehicles and occupants. Police are also looking to speak with a woman who was wearing a light-colored hijab and was driving a cream-colored van or SUV. She allegedly spoke with other citizens at the scene after the shooting took place. Yamane's death is the 23rd homicide of 2016 and remains unsolved. Police hope that the reward spurs development in the two-year-old case. Staff Sergeant Bill Clark said Yamane was minding his own business out for his evening walk when a man got out of an older model Dodge Charger, walked up to Yamane, and shot him multiple times. This crime was definitely a random act of violence, Clark said, speaking near the scene of the homicide on Friday. We have a very good idea of people involved, and we are now able to offer a $40,000 cash reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of those responsible. We need someone to put a lid on things to give us the key piece of information to help us arrest the individual and put him away where he belongs, Clark said. In a statement read by her daughter, called the murder of her husband a total shock and a nightmare. I'm asking anyone with the information about my beloved husband, my best friend, to please come forward, to bring his murder forward to talk to the police and give us some justice and internal peace to know that a man who had murdered my love is put away so he cannot hurt anyone else or my family again. Anyone with information is asked to call the police at 780-423-4567 or pound 377 from a cell phone. Clark said they need a person to give police a statement and will be willing to take the witness stand.
with a note from one of Gary's neighbors and a good friend of mine who had suggested this case to me said that previously there was a knock at her door about 2 to 3 a.m. April 21st. The dog was barking and woke everyone in the house up. She begged her mom not to open the door as it could be a crime in action. When the door was open, another neighbor who was up at the time witnessed a car being hit and it had rolled onto their front lawn. They assumed it was their vehicle. Gary's sons had called 911 to catch the man who had tried to hit and run. He had not gotten far as his car was totaled and stopped at the end of the block. The guy was shortly arrested after. Gary had come with the boys in the early morning to help with the car. She thinks it was either retaliation for being arrested or it was a mistaken identity as the police had stated. Either way, it was a senseless crime and he didn't deserve that. He was such a sweet man. If you have any information on this individual or any missing persons, please contact Edmonton Police Services. And remember, someone always knows something. Thanks for listening. This is a part of the ACAST Production Network.